a good tvach, a good tvach, everybody. A good yantif, a good tvach, a good yantif. Alright, so you know, before we start, I just want to first of all just give a big yashikaf to all the sponsors for tonight. Shem Shabbat each and every one of them, and all their mishpachas, with Shef Abrach and Atzlach on all levels, but Gashmi's Also, you know, Stamas, I want to thank all the chavra that just made, honestly, just personally, the past like year and a half, like the most unbelievable, you know, journey that I could have possibly imagined. You're all a bunch of Mishigayim, and the holiest, I mean that, and the biggest compliment, you know? Mamish, Mamish, holy Mishigayim. Shem bless us, all of us. Whatever this is called, whatever we started, Whatever we started, we should only just You should know we're part of something bigger. We're part of something bigger. This isn't just a shul, this is not just Stam, Yitas Kislev, for bring and Stam. It's part of something that's much bigger that's happening in the world. That's what I want to speak about just for a few minutes about that. It's like this, you know, Matzi Shabbos, it's a minute by Val Shem Tevrei to say stories of Tzadikim. So this is what I'll do, so I'll tell you a quick story. And then the rest of the time that I'm speaking, just for a few minutes, will be just to explain that story. So, you know, Yutas Kislev is the uh, yard side of Mizrach Magid, and it's also the Chagagul of the day that the Baltanya was released from prison. So, without going into too much detail, we know that the Baltanya was imprisoned by the Russians for a lot of reasons, but basically it's because he was teaching Chesidus, because he was teaching Pneum Satire. That's why he was imprisoned. And the Baltanya understood, the Baltanya understood that, his, that the fact his imprisonment his imprisonment was due to a kitrig. It wasn't just the Russians deciding to imprison him. This was due to a kitrig, to a prosecution that was in Shemayim against Taras of Al-Shantav, against Taras of Chesidus, against the spreading of Pinyas And everything that the Valshantav brought to the world and everything that the Baal-Tani himself and Mr. Chemagid were Meister Nefesh for was mamish at risk of being completely destroyed when the Baal-Tani was in prison. And so the redemption of the Baltanya, the Chag Gula, when he was released from prison, wasn't just a personal Gula for himself or even for his Chesidim. It was a redemption of Pnini Satara Bechla. That's why tonight, when we're for bringing, when we're trying to connect, you know, this Lag Boimer, this past Lag Boimer was, uh, was a funny one, you know. We weren't able to celebrate Lag Boimer maybe the way we wanted to. But Lag Boimer is a Yontif that starts with the Ariyat Kaddish. And then the Yutas Kislev is a Hemshech of that. So when we're singing now, it's also, it's also like, maybe we'll do some like, maybe we'll do that later, I don't know. But it's, it's all part of this ge'ul of Pnimi Satar. So it's like this. The Maestri say it's like this. When the Baltanya was, uh, when the wagon came, he was arrested right after Sokis. Sokis, then he was redeemed, he's, he's released Yutes Kislev. So right after he was, when, when he saw coming the wagons to come imprison him, so quickly the last thing he did is he turned to some of his chassidim, a particular chassid, and he said, let me quickly wrote a kvittal. He said, bring this to, the Baltani could have sent this kvittal to any of the great tzaddikim. He picked the Gdush's the Bradishim. He said, send this to Levi Yitzchak, that he should daven for me, daven for the movement of Chesidus. So that's what the Chassid did. He took the kvittal and he went to, he went to, uh, to Gdush's life. Now the problem is that the Baltani, when he wrote the kvittal, he just wrote the tzairach. He wrote the fact, you know, I'm, I'm going to be taken, I'm going to be arrested. And he asked the Bredishra to daven. When the Bredishra got the Kvitl, he read it, okay, he's going to daven. But he asked the Chassid, what's the Baal name? He knew Shneir Zalman, but what's his mother's name? And the Chassid, he was so, you know, it's a tumult at the time, he was so mavulvul, he forgot what the Baal mother's name was. So the said, how can I daven? I need to know his mother's name. So the Kedusha's lady said, fine, you know, I'll figure it out. Kedusha's lady took a Chumash, randomly opened it, and it came to the Pasuk, 
came to the Pasuk in Parshish Miketz, that Yaakov Dinu says, Vayar Yaakov, the Yaakov saw ki yeh shever b'mitzrayim. That there is uh, sustenance, there's tfuah, there's, there's, there's things to survive on Mitzrayim. There's still, uh, there's still some, some paris, there's still something to eat in Mitzrayim. Yeh shever b'mitzrayim. So Gdush Hazavi said, oh, shever is Rosh Hateves Shneir ben Rivka. Shneir ben Rivka. That's a lot of tiny mother's name is Rivka. So here's the question. Here's the question. Why of all the tzaddikim did the Baltanya send his kvital dafka to the Levi? We understand that Barditchever, he's the senegir, he's the defender of Klal Yisrael, so it's a good idea, but the Baltanya had all the tzaddikim at his disposal. Why dafka the Barditchever? That's Aleph. And Bayes, and Bayes, why dafka the Hashgachah protest that the Baltanya's name was Marumas in that pasuk, Kiyei Shever B'Mitzrayim? That there's survival, that there's some produce still left in Mitzrayim to live on. Shner ben Rivka. So it's like this. You know, way before Yotas Kislev and the Baltani was still a chassid from the Mizrach Shemagid, so there was a time where the Mizrach Shemagid was sick. And also it was understood amongst the Talmud, amongst the Chassidim, that his sickness, it was life-threatening, was also due to a kitcher against Shemayim against the, the, against the Mizrach Shemagid teaching Chassidus. And so the Baltani got up in front of all the Chassidim and he said over the following marshal, and the marshal of Baltanya, he understood that by him revealing this marshal, that would silence the Kitrug against the Magid. What was the Marshal? So Baltani said like this, the Marshal was, there was a king. And this king had a huge empire, a huge vast country. But he only had one son, an only son. And the problem was, the king was getting older. And the problem was that the son was being prepared to take over the Malchus, everything was great, but the son became sick. So sick that his mom was dying. And all the doctors came to try to bring her a fool. There was no AIDS at all, the kid, the kid was mamish. It was Gefer. Until one of the biggest doctors came to the king and said that there's only one refuah that can be done for the child, for the prince, but the king has to be masking for us to do it. What is it? The king said, I'll do everything. So the doctor said that the crown jewel, the, the, the centerpiece of the, king's, of the king's crown is a precious jewel. It's one of a kind. You can't find it anywhere in the world. But I'm telling you, I know that if we crush that jewel and mix it into liquid, now the kid, the, the prince was ready in a coma, but if we take that cup of water with that crushed jewel, and we pour it down his throat, most of it will just go along his cheeks. But if a little bit of it gets into his system, maybe, maybe it'll bring refuah. Ulai, ulai, it's not for sure, but that's the only possibility. So all the ministers were thinking, it's not so posh, the jewel, uh, it's the symbol of the kingdom itself. Are you gonna, you're going to crush that and destroy that? So the king said, of course, I'm going to let it be. Take the crown himself. So the minister said, how could you do such a thing? So the king said very poshid, if my son dies, there is no malchus. So what's the tachas of having a crown without a king, without a, without a malchus, without a son? The whole, tachas, the whole thing is about the son. It's kadai to destroy the, the jewel, and maybe a little bit of it will get into the throat of the, of the prince to protect the life of the prince, because otherwise if there's no prince, there's no life. There's no kingdom. Said the Baltanya, it's true, Taqah, that Pnimi Satoyer and Taras Chasidis has to be bitzniyas, it has to be concealed. These are things that are mamish dvar in the rumash and to talk about these things, and it's just discarded, and people, you know, take notes, and the notes end up on the floor. There's a zilzal in that. It's the pride, it's the, it's the centerpiece of the Rabbanu Shalom's crown, is Pnimi Satar. And what we're doing is crushing it up into little pieces, and it's uh, dribbling off, the, uh, off of our mouths and going onto the floor. But, said the Baltanya, if a, the, the prince is dying, Klai Yisrael are dying, just with Nigla, it's falling apart. Yiddishkeit is falling apart, Yidin are falling asleep, and they're going to die. There's no, there's no Malchus left. So it's Kedai, said the Baltanya, to crush up that jewel in order that maybe perhaps a little bit of truth will enter into the Yiddish and the Shama to bring the Neshama of Kalei back to life. 
Even if it means that there's going to be a zilzal in Torah because of that, it's Kedai. What's the other option? Baltani said that, Marshall, it silenced the Kitrik against the Magid, and the Magid had a refu. So here's the Shiloh. If the Baltani already said that, Marshall, and silenced the Kitrik against the Magid so much years back, then what was new when the Baltani was in prison? What was he doing any different than what the Magid was doing? And the Baltani was so nervous, he had to send the Kvitl to Bardichever. He said the marshal already, no? So what's missing? What's missing? You know, it's also brought down when, when he was in prison, so the, the Balshantiv and the Mizuchamagi, they were nifter already, but they came to visit him. And they told him, they told him, Shneer Zalman, this is because you're teaching Chesidus in public in a very open way. And so the Baltani said, so should I stop? And Balshantiv said, no, 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 when you come out of prison, you'll come out, but when you come out, Adarab, Maisev, Ha'ilach, do it even more. So, so what's going on over here? The Mizuchamagi had a kitchen already, and the Baltani silenced it with that marshal. So what was Nishadish? What was the Baltani doing different? Right, so it's like this. In the writings of the Leshem, we find the following idea. This is it's a Leshem, it's another Svarm, and so on. It's like this. When the Baltani gave that marshal to explain why the Mr. Chamagid was allowed to teach Panima Satyra, the basic essence of the marshal is what? Is that it's a Bidiyav. I mean, Be'emes, the truth is, Pnimi Satayra, Chesidis, understanding God, learning about God Himself, is something that's really not worthy for people like us. We're a bunch of low lives, sitting, drooling on the floor. No, but the Baltania was saying in his mashal, there's no choice, there's no Eitz. There's no Eitz. If Klayistral sink any lower, we'll become Batal Mavotal, we'll mamish die. And then there's no Malchus at all. So it's Kedai Bidiyavit to be mavatal, the covet of Torah, and to reduce Pnimi Satar to something to, that, that maybe, maybe Yidin of our level can taste a little bit of it. Even though it's true, it's a bizoyan to what Torah is, it's Kedai nonetheless. That's a way of looking at the, the, the relationship between our generation and Pnimi Satara in a way of Mashiach ben Yosef, without getting into too much detail. Mashiach ben Yosef means looking at things from the perspective of Uriah Sadaris. See, by Yosef HaTzadik, we're going to the parashas of Yosef HaTzadik. The greatest thing you could say about Yosef HaTzadik is that what? Is that he went into Mitzrayim and he came back the same. The same. That he didn't have a Yerida in Mitzrayim. It means Yosef HaTzadik acknowledges the Mitzis of Uriah Sadaris. And just the greatness of Yosef HaTzadik is that he's able to fight against it and to hold on tight. So there's a way of looking at Yidin, which is a, a Mashiach ben Yosef Dika lens. And from that lens of Mashiach ben Yosef, there's such a phenomenon as what? As Yerida Sadaris, the descent of the generations. And from that perspective, Pnimi Satayr is something that's unworthy for us. It's something that we don't deserve. No, we have no choice. Baltani was, was Mavata the Kitchik against the Magi. But with the Baltani, but what the Baltani himself did later to evoke a, di- a different Kitchik was much different. Whereas the Magid was teaching Hasidus Betayrus Bidiyavid, because there's no Eitzah. The Baltani was teaching Chasidus Betaras Lechatchila. And he was teaching Chasidus in a way, not that it's unbecoming, but what you have no choice, it's Pekuch Nefesh. No, no, no. He was teaching that Lechatchila, Shabbat Lechatchila, Lechatchila, that our generation, Davka, as we get closer to Mashiach, is more worthy of Pnei Mesatur. And so that evoked a different Kitchik. That evoked a Kitchik of, it's one thing to teach it, Betaras Bidiyavid, where part of you was saying, like, I really shouldn't say this, but I have no choice. But to teach it in a way of Lechatchila, Mechatesi. So what's the answer? What's the of the answer? Why the Balatani make it out of prison? And why the Baditchever? Ki Shever b'Mitzrayim. So Lashem says like this. He's not talking about the Balatani in prison, but 
The Lashon writes the following thing. He says, we know that as the generations move on, Torah gets bigger. I mentioned this in some of the Chavra a few weeks ago. As the generations go on, Torah gets bigger, right? We know this, right? A thousand years ago, there was Shas, right? I mean, summer shine. Now, there's like, you know, every single day, there's no storm coming out. Torah is increasing in size, right? In the beginning, all there was was Tanakh, then you have Mishnais, then you have Gemara, Mishainim, Shulchan Aruch, Meshavur, Achrayim, keeps on getting bigger and bigger. But said the Leshem, the growth of Torah in terms of Nigla as opposed to Nisra. Nisra also, there's a growth in Torah. Also, every single day, new Svarma coming out in Panemius. In the beginning, all there was was five Parakim, Safed, Tznesa, and the Zazayar. Then there's a Kisviari, there's Rashash, the Gain, Ramchal, Valshem, Tavchsid. Things are also getting bigger. But said the Leshem, there's a very fundamental difference between how the Torah is growing in size from Nigla to Nista. How so? Very simple. In Nigla, the Torah is growing in size because we're stupid and because we're dumb. So the Ritva, all he had to do is say one line, but because our brains are so thick and our hearts are so, so you know, stuffed with Narishkeit, we need Svarim and Svarim to unpackage one sentence of Ritva. That's what it is. So it's not the fact that there's more Svarim in the Svarim stores now than there was a thousand years ago is not necessarily saying how great we are. It's the opposite. The Rishonim, all they needed was a small, you know, all you needed is mission. That's it. And they're good to go. They can figure everything out themselves. Because we're so dumb and so coarse and so thick, we need to unpackage every single line to become the whole uh, safer by itself. So Nigel is growing because of our deficiency. But says the Lashonim, not so when it comes to Pneumia Satara. Not so when it comes to Pneumia Satara. Says the Lashonim, what is Pneumia Satara about? What are their results talking about? What's Rishim talking about? What's Valshantav? It's all talking about one thing, not how to serve God. It's talking about who God is. And said the Leshem a phenomenal thing. In the beginning, in the earlier generations, when the Rabbani Shalom just was beginning to know us, and our relationship was still young, and you know, it's like when a person's dating, you don't, you don't say everything about yourself on the first date. That's usually not a good idea. So on the first date, even the first few dates, a little bit, you know, you talk about the, where you went to yeshiva, and she talks about where you went to seminary, and you don't really know each other yet. And that's fine, that's the way it is in the beginning. So in the beginning, in the earlier generations, all the Rabbanu Shalom said about himself was very small things. Very small things. He wasn't going into too much detail about himself. He wasn't, we didn't know each other well yet. But said the Lashem, but as time moves on, there's more and more panemius, there's more and more, there's more and more material to learn about who God is. Not because, said the Lashem, not because we're so stupid and we need more information. Mamish Adarab. As time goes on, the Rabbani Shalom is, is, is more comfortable with us. And the depth of Nishmas Yisrael is more comfortable with God. And the more time goes on with every passing day, with every passing year, with every passing generation, the Rabbani Shalom reveals more of himself to the root of who we are, to, our, to the Shosh of our Nishamas. And even though down here, this is the, the strange phenomenon, that down here on our, our human selves, the human brain that we have right now inside of our heads right now is thick and coarse and stupid. Compared to our ancestors, we understand much less about how to live as Yid. But in the root of the neshama, in the very root of who we are, our neshama is, is, is given more access to God. The more of the Rabbani Shalom is moving from that, from that unknown Ein Saif self of, his, of God, that more of him is becoming more revealed to the root of our neshama. And therefore, Pneum Yisatar is growing as generations go on, not B'Tar's B'Di Eved, but B'Tar's L'Chathchila, because as time goes on, the Rabbani Shalom is more comfortable with us, and he's telling more about himself to us. Therefore, when the Baal Tanya taught Chassidus, the Baal Tanya wasn't teaching Chassidus B'Tar's B'Di Eved. 
He wasn't teaching chassidus about, listen, you know, what can I tell you? You're a bunch of, bunch of behemoths walking around on two legs. What, the Rabbani Shalom, for whatever reason, has a thing with you that he promised uh, that the, the world depends on you. So here's a little, a little piece of truth. It wasn't like that. The Baltani was teaching with Torah Lechatchila, that Yidin, you know who you are. You know what you have a right to. The Baltani was telling Yidin, you have a right to know who God is. And the Yidin are saying, us? Shner Zama, you told me to us? You're saying people like us that struggle with Shabbos? People like us that barely can push ourselves to go to Minyan? People like us that can barely understand the piece of Gemara? You're telling us that we have a right to learn about God? Not that we need it because otherwise it's B'Koch Nevesh. We have a right to do that. That's what the Baltani was teaching. <clears throat> the lesson writes the following thing. Even though it's true. Even though it's true. And the reason why I picked the lesson, I could put all this far. The lesson was from the world of the Groh. And part of our tekufa that we're holding right now in Golis, at the very tail end of Golis, is to be miyached yichudim, is to bring schools together. So listen to what the lesson writes. Even though it's true that that the generations are descending from the perspective of Yosef, of Mashiach ben Yosef, there's Yerida, from the human self, things are getting worse. And specifically us in our generation, we're talking about 120 years ago. is like a monkey. Even compared to the one previous generation where Mamish nobodies. Allah has come of a common when you go back in many generations. <clears throat> so he says, Hashem Yirachim, Amna. But Afal Pekin, Afal Pekin, we're going to see, we're going to see very soon, exactly the way it was with Mitzrayim, which was what? That Moira Gadol Zugili Shechina, Shenigla Hashechina Yisrael Vim Mitzrayim Beis That Davka as Yidin were going lower and lower in Memta Shari Davka at the very end, when they were the lowest, that's exactly when the Gil, the greatest Gili Shechina happened. That what that Hashem says, Ani that I am going to go, not Malach, not this, not that, me bat smusi mamish. The alayam. The same thing happened with Chris Yamsev. Rosh Shiv alayam, Mashal Rohanavim. And he goes on to say, V'cheinu al derech zeh bedaris ha'achorim alolu. And so too it is with our generations, these last generations. That once we, once there was that generation from Ari Kadish and going on. So he says that what me as hischilis noites vipnimis ha'olimus. From that moment of the Uriya Kaddish, from that time in the inner dimension of reality, the inner dimension of the Neshama, in the Mashiach ben David, Dik in the Kud of who we are, what happens over there? That what? The Ar Hatigun Dimaisa Mashiach, the light of Gul has begun to shone since the time of the Uriya Kaddish. And the Leshem writes that because of that, in the recesses of the Neshama, the Neshama knows more about God than it ever did. And therefore, Rav Kook, the great student of the Leshem, explains this is the reason why our generation is so crazy. Everyone knows that there's something different about our Tukufa than what was going on 100, you know, 200 years ago. Even when Rav Kook was talking about this, he said this in the early 1900s, and the phenomenon that was going on over there was Yidin going off the derech, right? Yidin go, you know, learned in Volozhin, in the biggest yeshivas, in the best yeshivas, and all of a sudden, they were being chapped by Zionism, and communism, and socialism, all these isms. And they were leaving Yiddishkeit by the, by the dozens, by the hundreds. And everyone was thinking, everyone was thinking, like, what's going on over here? The chinuch that worked for me, that worked for my parents, worked for my grandparents, I'm giving it the same thing to my children, and they seem to be rebelling against it. So most of all the, all the gedolim and all the tzaddikim, that were not necessarily makusha to pinimi satayra, in, in the way of the lesh and the way of Cook. so they just said, no, this is, this is just a terrible, broken, low generation. 
But the Leshem and Rav Kook, they explained differently. They said, no, 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 you have to understand what's going on. The recess is in the depths of the Neshama. These Yidin know more about God than ever before. And so the problem is you have this new dynamic that the depths of the Neshama knows who God is. But the human person down here that's connected to that root, without, not maybe consciously, but subconsciously is connected to that higher place, you're not telling them about God. Why? Because the person that you see is an Oisvarf. And the person that you see, the most I would tell them is Betaris B'Dyevet. But L'Chathchila, to talk about God to such people, it's beneath God's dignity. But here's the problem. The root of the Neshama, as we get closer to Mashiach, knows more about God and demands more clarity in who God is. Not Betaris B'Dyevet, Betaris L'Chathchila. Because as time goes on, the Rabbani Shalom knows more about us and we're more comfortable with him and he's willing to share more about himself. And so you have this problem that in the root, the neshama is, is completely fixated in that sugi that's called God, and down here, the, the neshama is not being given any of that. So of course they're going to go away. Of course they're going to look for this ism and that ism. Of course. It's not a chiddish. The chiddish of the Baltani, what, we're cel- what are we celebrating with this kislev? What we're celebrating is this nakuda, not the fact that there's panimia satar in the world, because that could be b'diyavim. The celebration of Yudas Kislev is what? Is that we have a right to learn Pnimi Satar, that we have a right to learn about God. Not because Bikoch Nevesh, otherwise we'll lose our Yiddishkeit. We have a right to learn about God. Every single one of you, every single one of us, you have to own that right. Demand it of yourself, demand it of others to learn about the Rabbani Shalom. Not only to learn about what God wants of you, of course, but to learn about who is the God that wants us to do this. Who is that God? Not because otherwise you can't survive, even though that's also true, but because that's your right, it's your God-given right as Jews of 2020, of 20, this, Tavshin Pe'alaf, you have that right within you. This is why the Barditchever, this is why the Barditchever was Davke Sentek Fittel. Why? You know, Rabbi Nachman, it's famous that when the Barditchever was Nifter, Rabbi Nachman said, he, sp- he said a message to all of your, to all of Yidin, that everyone should shed their Tzlon Shal Rosh. Everyone should check the Tzvon Shoresh because the Pe'er Hadar, the beauty of the generation of Redditchev was Nifter, and Pe'er is connected to Tzvon, the Pe'er of, of Yid, we know in Halacha, Pe'er Tachasefer, the Pe'er is the Tzvon Shoresh. If the, if the Gdushas Levi, which is the, 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 the Tzvon Shoresh of Kla Yisrael, was just Nifter, everyone should check the Tzvon Shoresh. And Kachava, when everyone checked, there were thousands of puzzle Tzvon Shoresh. Thousands of puzzle Tzvon Shoresh. The real question is were they puzzle before, or they become puzzle once the Redditchev was Nifter? But that's what happened. Tfilon Shalyad is the site of Mashiach ben Yosef. I can't explain this right now, but Tfilon Shalyad is the site of Mashiach ben Yosef. It's something Tsenua. Yosef is by himself in Mitzrayim. Tfilon Shalyad is the site of Mashiach ben Yosef, the site of Chitzainis, the site of seeing Yidin as they are as human beings, which is Yeridus Hatayrus, and the best we can try to have is who Yosef, Mitchilasiv at Saifa, of not to lose your, your Madrigas. But Tfilon Shalroish is what? That's the site of Mashiach ben David. The Tzvon Shoresh is what is Yoru Kamers Kishem Hashem Nigra Lech of a Yoru Mimeka to be afraid of, of a Yid. That only comes from the Pinimius of Meshech Ben Yosef, where we are Mar Ben Vahilach, we're Meisef Vahilach as time goes on, not Mismat and Vahilchim. If it's Mismat and Vahilchim from Meshech Ben Yosef, the government are not afraid of Meshech Ben Yosef. They're terrified of Meshech Ben David. And this is the side why a person cannot speak between Tzvon Shoresh and Tzvon Shoresh. That's the side of connecting Meshech Ben Yosef and Meshech Ben David. Therefore, Davka the Barditcher, who is the site of Mashiach ben David, the Pe'er Hadar, the Tefillin Shoresh of the generation, he is Davka the one that could bring a Yeshua to the Baltanya. The Baltanya, who's teaching Taras Chasidis, but Taras Lechatchila. It's something that's our right. We deserve to know who God is because God knows, we know God more than ever before. 
And the Rabbanu is opening himself up to the root of our Neshamas more than ever before. And it's our right to learn about Pnei Misatar. It's our right to learn Chesidus. It's our right to demand from ourselves and from our Rabbeim and from others, who is this God that you're telling me to serve? I'm not, I'll serve him 100% with Mesiris Nefesh, even without knowing. But I demand to know who that God is. That's something that the Bardichever is able to be piled. In that place of where Yosef at Tzadik is just about survival. But when it comes to Mashiach ben David, there's not just survival, you can thrive in Mitzrayim. Everything you need is in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim, of all places, the place of terrible Yerid, the place of Choshech, there you can thrive. That's the site of Mashiach ben David. That's where we're holding it right now, yeah. The chaver that we're involved in right now, Mavachshi Hashem, and Mavachshi Hashem is just one, I'm not going to say it's a little one, because you know, it's sizable, but, but this chaver that we have right now is part of something that's much bigger throughout the entire planet. Without mentioning other chavers in other places, but there's something that's going on. There's a demand in the nefesh that we all are sensitive to, which is, I want to know who God is, and I'll serve Him. I'm happy to serve Him, but I demand to know who this God is. And instead of thinking of it with Yavid, because otherwise I don't have any chesha to daven. I have no chesha to learn. No, no, no. That's your right. As Americans, that's one of the strongest things that we have, right? We know that the, throughout Gulfus, throughout we go from country to country and trying to absorb the good qualities of the country that we're in and, and connecting it to Avaida. The one of the fundamental roots of American culture is right. That you have a right to X, Y, and Z. We have to absorb that in our blood. The faster we could absorb this right in our blood, the faster we'll be out of this place. The right that we have to absorb, what is our, the biggest right, the Ikvus the Meshicha, the greatest right we have is what? Is that we have a right to know who God is. We have a right to study the Rabbanu Shalom. We have a right to connect to Him. We have a right to feel His presence. We have a right to meditate, to make Yichudim. We have a right to have Kavanis. We have a right to serve the Rabbanu Shalom in a way that befits Tzadik and Gemurim. I, who we are, are not Tzadik and Gemurim, that's Meshich ben Yosef. But if you want Meshich ben David to come, then you have to put on those glasses. You have to begin to see yourself the way the Radijavah saw you. What's up, Shah? Why the Radijavah, all these mice? Right? The Radijavah sees a Yid, and he's like, there's a, the commander brings down a mice from the Radijavah, that he was, the Radijavah once traveled, uh, came to a certain city, all the Tzadikim came to greet him. They were walking down the block, and they saw Beryl. Beryl. Beryl was the Oisvarf. He was the Shegetz of town. He was Mecha, he was... He was a Talmud Chacham, he was a Lamdin, every Isser, Daraisa, Darabonim, he, he knew it all to be, to be Mavatlet. He was the biggest shades. So all the Tzadikim see Beryl, they cross the street. Vardijra sees Beryl, he runs to Beryl and picks him up and shakes him, Beryl, you know who you are, you know Shamas, connect to the highest places, connect yourself to who you are. And the Kamarna said that the other Tzadiki Emes, big Tzadikim saw this and they began to laugh. They said, ah, Vardijra, you know, he's, uh, he's a little bit naive. The Bidishra saw they were laughing. The Bidishra came to them. The Kamarna says, the Bidishra said, You don't think I see every Avera, I see more of the Averas than you do. But I see past that. I see who Beryl really is. I see the root of his Neshama. The Bidishra had eyes of Meshach and David. He's the Pe'er Hadar. The Pe'er Hadar. Our ability to learn Chesidus, to learn Pnimis, to daven the way it's supposed to be, to learn the way it's supposed to be, to keep Minhagan the way it's supposed to be, to become Avdi Hashem the way it's supposed to be, is only because of that truth of Bidishra, the Pe'er Hadar. Each and every one of us, we should be zaycha. We should be zaycha to, to, to embrace that right, to fulfill our rights, our rights to learn about the Rabbanu Shalom, to connect the Rabbanu Shalom, to become tzaddikim. Don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself. Mishaykh ben David. No, we should be zaycha, all of us together. With all the chavers throughout the whole world that are looking for panemias, that are trying to connect to Rabbi Shimon, 
that are trying to connect the Ariyah Kaddish, the Rashash, to the Groh, to the Baal Shem, to the Baal Tanya, to all the Tzaddikim of our current generation as well. We show Tzazamim together, be Zaycha, to get out of this country, Berachamim, Bechasadim Gemurim, to return to Yishalayim, Bebiyaskal Tzaddik, Meir Vimeinu Amen. Amen.